Why don't we begin? This is Fresh Hop Cinema. Good day out there in the world. This is Fresh Hop Cinema, a craft beer and film podcast out of Chico, California. And my name is Max Minardi, and this is my new adopted radio voice. Why are you starting so serious? Sometimes you ask, I do this like, I swear, like once every six months, I'll start like, hello and welcome. And you'll be like, what are you doing? Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's just something when you start a segment, like you hear the the theme song, and then it takes me about three seconds to settle into my normal speaking All right, calm down, Walter Cronkite. (laughs) I'll take that. Uh, anyways, my name is Max Minotti. You didn't even say your name yet. I'm Johnny Summers, Perfect. and I'm rip roaring mad. Um, real quick, this is I think the maybe one and only time we'll probably talk about this on the show because we've all been hearing a lot about it in the news. But it is drugs. The, yeah, the middle of March 2020, uh, the coronavirus is making its rounds around the world, uh, affecting a lot of people's jobs. We hope you guys are doing well. Um, we are doing this podcast. I think we're going to keep things as normal as possible because it's nice to have a little break from hearing about all that. We do this till we die. I agree. Disease, no disease, famine, plagues, locusts, alcoholism, alcoholism <laughs> rehab, divorce. Yes. Doesn't matter. We're here for you. Indeed. Um, Johnny Summers, uh, outside of just listening to us, where can people find us on social medias? We can find us. I'd like to find us. Where yeah. can other people, though, also find us? <laughs> <laughs> Instagram and Twitter at Fresh Hop Cinema, Facebook at Fresh Hop Cinema Pod. Untapped and Letterbox at Fresh Hop Cinema. Me and Max both have independent mm-hmm. accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patreon.com slash Fresh Hop Cinema. If you want to keep the wheels from falling off, we'd appreciate that. Uh, and also, probably most importantly, because who doesn't, money doesn't matter. We sure. need votes. We need votes now. At FreshHopCinema.com. You can vote in round one of Beer Madness uh, through Monday, March 23rd. If you don't know what March Beer Madness is, it is a March Madness style tournament where we have compiled a list of the 32 best west coast ipas under nine percent correct uh we there was some subjectivity we put in beers that we all liked yeah but uh, and there's also some ratings from beer advocate it got very scientific yeah it did uh, max got a little taste of what compiling a list for sports is like yes it's been fantastic it's been really great yeah so so voting is open on on round one until March 23rd, that's a Monday at noon. The polls will close. So if you want to decide what's better between Pliny the Elder and Rebel IPA from Sam Adams, or you are concerned about the closeness of the competition between Union Jack from Firestone Walker and Space Dust from Legion, go vote. Yeah, check uh, out our bracket. If there's a brewery you like on there, get on there. Yeah. yeah. Vote for them. Vote for them. Give them some love. Uh, in, in the vein of brackets, you can also download a bracket if you'd like. It has to be submitted before the end of round one, um, but you can download a blank one. Uh, fill it out with your predictions. We're giving away prizes come the end of this competition. And can I win? Uh, for sure. You t- I mean, yeah, sure, man. I filled mine you out. filled yours out. I have mine. We obviously are not going to bias you guys by telling us or telling you what we thought. With our professional opinions. <laughs> um, but uh, do do download that. Email it to us at fhccast at gmail.com. Um, and before we get into our first beer, one quick reminder to not skip forward through commercials, even for, for number one, just because that's rude, but number two, because... Uh, you want to listen to our commercial on our first break for the chance to win a $25 gift card to the handlebar right here in Chico. If you can guess which movie we're quoting, email us at fhccast at gmail.com with your name and the name of that movie, and we'll toss your name in our proverbial hat. That's right. For a chance to win. We'll spin a proverbial wheel. Sure. And we'll proverbially clap. We actually do spin a wheel. We do. Which is kind of. We We spin a digital wheel. No, it's on the wall. We built it. It's a big thing. What's that game show? Uh, wheel of fortune. <laughs> was the one with the wheel? It's all about having good fortune. I can't remember. Uh, wait, no, yeah. because there was um, 
What's the no whammy one? Oh, is I that, don't know. Is that a wheel? But you're thinking also of the wheel from Price is Right in the yeah, showcase t- showdown. Yeah. That's that's Price what I'm is right. Of. Okay. Wheel great. of Fortune is the big horizontal. Oh, yeah, that's that's wheel. not what I'm thinking of. There's wheels in all kinds of game shows. Yeah. Including the game show to win a handlebar gift card. So uh stick around for that commercial. Make your guess. I think this is a good one this week. It is. We'll see how it goes once we act it out. Yeah, I'm excited. But most importantly, please get on the website and vote. We've got a bunch of breweries yeah. uh, actually sharing it and getting involved <laughs> and uh, <laughs> doing some marketing for themselves. Yeah. So you, we need your voice. We need your opinion. We need your feelings. Yeah. We I need mean, your clicks. This is the tricky part because like, at some point, I mean, if you're just voting, it does sort of become a popularity contest or at the very least a marketing contest. We have a, a um, like you would, I don't know. Maybe you like Sam Adams Rebel IPA. I've maybe never had it. I think I've had it It's once. pretty good. Okay. But I think, like, you would think 100% of people in the craft beer community would say that Pliny the Elder is better than Rebel IPA. You would think. Uh, again, our polls for round one have only been open at the time of this recording for about two days. Um, but it's like 90% to 10%. There's 10% of people that have voted. And it's not like five people have voted. We've had a pretty good amount of people vote. Um, and 10% of them think that Rebel is better. So if that frustrates you as much as it frustrates me, go vote. Make your voice heard because I think it makes a big difference. So to your point, yes, please go vote. Yeah, and you don't have sports to watch. Yeah, right. I have degradated myself to watching the American Corn, American oh. Cornhole League. Oh, that's a thing? It's a thing and they're covering it on ESPN. It's all over the internet. Wow. Yeah, it's great. It's weird, like the the pockets that will be left, that like maybe a new sport will arise, and it's just like some game that gets played in frat houses, but now it's like the American standard. Yeah, I guarantee <laughs> some fun games are getting invented while everyone's on quarantine. For sure. Absolutely. I'll show you a photo. I'll talk about it in Hot and Bother, but I found a game in my garage. We were looking for board games the other night, and we found a game that we own, have never played, and it's called Pandemic. <laughs> that's just rude. And we, just, we couldn't play it. We had too many people. Um Maybe that's a well. That game would fix that problem. I was going to say, like, maybe that's the point of the game. Like, too many people can't play because you'll die. I don't know. Can we talk about beer? So you've talked about this brewery before. You've been down there a few times, I think. But you talked about it on the show, and you been said there once. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Is did you get it from there? Yeah. Cool. Well, at least that you teased it. You're like, okay, I think we're going to do a beer from them on the show coming up. And that brewery, of course, is Slice Beer Co. out of Lincoln, California, not Nebraska. Um, and it's called Roland Broccoli. And Johnny's pouring it. I think he's going to tell you a little bit more about it. At least I would appreciate it if you did. This is a fantastic beer. We went down there on a whim on our way to Roseville, and we stumbled across some extra cans from a can release the day before. Uh, one that they did was a, uh, I want to say it was a uh, hazy double IPA collaboration that they did with Toppling Goliath, mm-hmm. which I liked, but I preferred this beer, which is a straight up West Coast, on the can, West Coast Crispy. Oh, nice. Uh, double IPA. It's a 16-ounce can, great can art. You're clocking at 8.5% ABV, featuring mosaic and eucanaut hops. Uh, it is just, for me, like a really exemplary, crisp, tasty, tasty beer. Uh, yeah. One of my first impressions of this brewery, and i uh, got to say I was very impressed. You so, tried it on draft when you were down there? Or tried, no? I tried both of the two can offerings on draft, and we ended up got getting it. some of both. But this was the one that I was like, oh, you just want to get the Toppling Goliath Club? Well, I'm going to buy a four-pack of this and, sure. and probably obviously drink it with Max. So, yeah, I uh, was very impressed with this beer. I'm interested to see how it holds up now. Max, right. you've had it. What are your thoughts? Well, I have two thoughts. One, I was going to say... This can art is so like I know just knowing you now that you like this can art, but but the kind of cans that you, we've talked about in the past that you really love tend to be like dark and 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 metal, like, yeah, like, real intense. And this is 
basically the exact opposite. Yeah. It's a psychedelic uh, one, two, three, four colored can. It's got like pink and like fuchsia and Kelly green and bright yellow and sort of this blue cyan color. And it's a, there's a broccoli, a stock, a stockly, if you will, smoking what I assume is a joint, uh, kicking back with some sunglasses. And I would just like, if you didn't know, you like, what do you, you like this and you like the metal cans? Mm-hmm. You like very extreme cans. Yeah. Um, I think this is an aggressive label. I also think it's an aggressive beer. It's eight and a half percent. It's pretty sweet. And just after one drink, it's, I don't love it off the bat. Um, I am actually a little bit surprised, but how does it hold up for you? I think it's great. Mm. I think you got to saturate the palate. Give that a nice little sippy mix sip. I like it, man. It, it's got that robust hop presence balanced with a little bit of sweetness for sure. But I think it, it strikes a nice balance between the bitterness and the sweetness. Uh, I think it's very drinkable. I think it's a sneaky eight and a half percent for mm. as drinkable it is. Is I don't think i like it man what yeah i keep going back I keep like i'm looking at this thing like I'm, there's something hidden about it like i'm confused but i don't know what it is there's i think it's too sweet for me definitely it is too sweet you gotta rinse your mouth out you were just drinking coffee i know but i've had i mean more than you like i've, I've rinsed it up as much as you can I without like doing this. mouthwash oh fair enough take some claw you're just not okay with me not like no this. I'll, I'll work with it if it makes you happy um can you tell me a little bit more i, I mean we talked about mosaic which i love and did you say equinot equinot you could not yeah. Um, clearly, I have less uh, experience with that. I, I'm always really a fan of Mosaic, but... Yeah, you could not lends itself to being almost like a squishy melon. Yeah. Do you want to read the rest of the description from their website on here? I mean, it's basically just what the hops provide. Yeah, but. Mosaic and Yukonot hops blend to create a massive uh, flavors and aromas of mango, resin, ganja, and papaya. There's something... Um, there's I don't know, man. There's something like... Um, I mean, maybe it's a testament to what it's trying to do. Like, I was going to say like a sticky, like danky quality that is like not meshing with the sweetness for me. Like it's almost, it's almost too much of both and it's not, doesn't feel balanced to me. Mm. Uh, I will, we have some more, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't drink that. I need to drink it for science. Okay. here. Um, but yeah, man, I, I mean, we'll talk about this for a few minutes, but I don't see myself shifting too much unless my palate completely somehow resets. And I there's think something wrong with you it. need a palate cleanser. All right. I have do one right here. Yeah. I have, nope. I don't. Nope. Could you please get me um, a water, uh, a sparkling water? Thank you. That's my sparkling water uh, across from you. Um, yeah, give that a good swisheroo. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the actual establishment. Slice Brewing is uh, opened in Lincoln, and they are uh, one of the well, the owner, uh, co-owner, I believe, is is uh, half owner of Old Town Pizza which they have like three locations, one's in Lincoln, one's in Roseville, and one's somewhere else. I don't remember where. But they've been killing the pizza game for a long time, and they've always had really great beer, and it's pretty cool that they've opened a brewery. Their their tap room's real small. That's the yeah. first thing I noticed. Yeah. It's 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 pretty tight. But they, they came into it with some really great industry connections. Like they've already collaborated with Bottle Logic. They've collaborated with Toppling Goliath. I believe they have a Moxa collab, but I'm not 100%. I think Moxa is really good about that sort of thing with yeah. regional breweries. I bet Seriously. you they have. But I mean, for a brewery to jump into the industry and be like, okay, we're going to make a beer with Bottle Logic and Toppling Goliath from like the Midwest East Coast. Like what? That's pretty heavy. So yeah, I'm pretty stoked on them making beer. I've honestly really enjoyed. I sat... In those seats. See, so, yeah, we're looking at on their those website. There's seats. a, yeah, I mean, you think at a sort of a, a large bar, you'd maybe see at the bar, like, 
I don't know if it's a rat, like, like 30 seats or something. Mm-hmm. This one has, I'm counting, uh, eight. So yep. it's that size. We and sat, it kind of, I guess, wraps around the left side. But We sat in those two right there. You know it's a small place when one of the seats is literally in front of a beam that's holding up the roof? Yep. <laughs> like this one, and you're just like, oh, who has to sit here? Yeah, but they're uh, making some world-class liquid, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's a really, I mean, they. it seems new. It looks new. Like, it looks modern and, um, like, very aesthetic-driven. Mm-hmm. Like, I love, <laughs> this is like, I don't know how good this content is to listen to, but I'm having fun. Like, this um, sort that's of wooden. Story of our thing. podcast, yeah. dude. <laughs> and, like, this copper backsplash-looking thing. That's yeah. kind of nice. And, and this the weird sub, pipe. The subway tile. Can we talk about that? Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, I didn't even notice that was tile. Yeah, it's very industrial, but they also have like exposed wood beams and stuff. It's, it's cool. Who and doesn't granite, love exposed wood? I love it. And the, the like the granite tops are really nice. It's a, this is the only one picture I'm seeing on their uh, tap room link. But uh, so to that point, very cool. It doesn't change my mind about the beer necessarily, but I am going to try it now again after having reset a little bit of my palate. Get a little bit of wah-wah. And pouring myself yeah. just a little more in this glass. Um, it's sometimes fun to point out that we're drinking this out of um, from from their can, obviously, into I don't know how to describe these. They're like they're obviously tasting glasses, but they're they're like you ever seen a trumer? I know you have. If you've ever seen a trumer glass, they're dedicated. They're like a pilsner glass, like like tall cylindrical. And that's kind of what we're doing, but miniature versions. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a, like a test, a wide test tube, kind like of. a five ounce test tube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really great glasses for just tasting little bits of everything. Sorry, man, it's not for me. No, I don't know why. Yeah, it's uh, there's that melony thing isn't working either. Like once you said the equinot, the melony thing, it's just it's something's fighting it for me. Um, so I don't, I don't, uh, hate it. Obviously don't even like it. I don't think, which is a bummer. Hmm. Um, do you feel good rating rolling broccoli from yeah, Slice Beerka? I'm ready. All right. Uh, what you got? So yeah, this is a really solid beer. This is, uh, I feel like this is, I, cause I've always say like over an eight, you mm-hmm. should travel for it. That's oh, just true. like a rule of thumb that I've had. And you did. And I, well, I didn't travel specifically for oh, it. That's a good this point, was yes. an accident. This is a happy accident beer. Mm. Uh, I will say that it is above average quite a bit. And if you like the hop profile of, uh, of a Yukonaut hop, I feel like this one really took hold. The mosaic somewhat, but the Yukonaut yeah. really, really dominates this beer. Do you feel like the sweetness is like all Yukonaut? Or, I feel like what we talked about is Equinaut versus Yukonaut. I think there might be two different hops, but... But mosaic being a little bit more piney and, yeah. and bitey. And almost like a green onion sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has yeah. a few different things. I just don't think they pair well together for my um, for my tastes. You know, it's it's good. It's not great. I would say if you're in the area and they had this, grab some and drink oh, okay. it. It's a okay. it's a delicious beer, but this is like a like a seven six for me. Seven point six. Yeah. It's a five for me. Pretty wow. pretty middle of the road. Yeah. Uh not mad at it. Oh, you've changed your five to middle of the road now. Isn't that what I always said? No. What do I usually say? Uh, you said five is like deplorable. No. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, well, then let's – maybe I did. What I meant to say, or at least what I think today that might change next week, is that five is is sort of the bar where I'm like, yeah, below that is not great, all the way down to disgusting. Yeah. And then above that's good. I will drink anything above like a – I drank this Pliny on our bonus content, which is four years old. <laughs> I'll drink anything above a t- – usually wow yeah you're gonna say that and just put that out in the, in I the universe really, i mean this was in the I'm you'll drink anything above a two by my own score yeah at least most of the time i do like it's got to be really bad for me not to finish it what's a pbr on your scale? I, I like pbr what's a pbr on your scale it's not really a craft beer but if i had to rate it one to ten um i don't know it's like a like a four 
Yeah. Like, you know, but it's really good at what it is. So, like, maybe it should be higher. So, like, it's a perfectly acceptable beer. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. In the realm. Maybe a five. It's not a five, though. You know what's a five is like a Rainier. I don't know why. That feels better to me than a PBR. You like Rainier. I like Rainier. It's fine. They're all owned by the same company. It's still a five for me. Like, a Rainier is not like a nine. It's like it, whatever. It's a Rainier. We should have an episode where we just rate. Crispy Boys? Crispy Boys. Let's do it. Like, garbage beer. Dude, that's a prime. That's prime Patreon content, you guys. Just like bucket beer. Yeah. Just like. We're at a bowling alley, and you can get a bucket of them for twenty bucks. What's yeah. your go-to bucket beer? Totally, yours is yours is either Rolling Rock or Dude. I love me some rocks. Yeah, or like that's probably it, isn't it? Rocks and PBR. PBR. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all with a splash of vodka <laughs> of Svetka. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Uh, we had a really good. If again, I don't mean to. We're, <sighs> we're early on in the show. I feel fine with it. Like if you're interested in like bonus reviews, that's kind of what we do on Patreon a lot of the time. We it, it ends up being. Sometimes we're just talking for a long time, but today we did a review of a four-year-old Pliny the Elder that I've been aging in a window in the sun for years. And I told a story about blacking out on the way to a baseball so game. So that, that kind of thing. And there's, for what it's worth, I did finish the Pliny that I poured in my glass, but I poured maybe two ounces and there's still 13 and a half left in the bottle, yeah. which I don't think either of us are going to, no matter how crazy this episode gets, I don't think we're going to reach for that if we run no. out of other beer. No. Um, anyways. But you were all, you were saying that to allude to Patreon. Yeah, that was the point. Yeah, patreon.com slash fresh up cinema. Like Johnny said earlier, you can it's like a buck uh, a week or a month, whatever you want to do, and it helps us keep the show running. Obviously, time's weird, but we want to keep the show going and we still will. Um, but if you feel like you want to support us, that'd be super cool. And you can listen to more stuff that we do, is the point. Yeah, pretty much. <sighs> I don't want to talk about Svetkabak. No, we're gonna move on from that because it did sound like uh, a waking nightmare. Um, but we are gonna put Roland Broccoli from Slice Beer Co to sleep as we finish up what is in our glasses we're going to move in to talk about uh what johnny alluded to earlier also which is our fhc beer madness 2020 in which we are determining the best west coast ipa under nine percent it's a uh we had that loaded up at one point before we changed the configuration um and what i'm going to do now is it is march uh 19th and like we said round one is in full swing but we had a play-in round in which we had to have um, some eliminations from breweries with multiple entries. Yeah. Um, I think we had seven. I'm going to pull it up here, but um, I guess there's not really much time to fill. I was going to say, why don't you talk about some things that you don't have in front of you for a second? <laughs> and that's impossible. So what I'm going to do is shift my, my old microphone. Guys, I don't know what's happening right now. Oh. Just so you know. A little little perspective into what is, my world. What does your notes podcast? say? What does your notes say here? Refer to results. Yeah, well, what... guys, the results are in. <laughs> Let me tell you. It okay. was a Hotly contested tournament. There's some great beers out there. Sure, you sure, know? sure. And multiple breweries had multiple entries because yes. let's face it, the world we live in, there's so much good beer out there. You know there's going to be a brewery or two or right. seven, seven with beers that are competing against one another. And, well, like any good tournament, there's a play-in round. Uh, yeah. There's rankings to be considered. There's very uh, extenuating factors that depend on player eligibility. Sure, there's beer eligibility. Of, yeah, there's lots of things you have to consider. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, overall drinkability, alcohol of content. Uh, you know, we have adjuncts and beer case. beer advocate mm-hmm. acceptability. Of course. I mean, there's just, and then obviously our personal preference. Right. So we had, we had, like Johnny said, uh, seven breweries that we were trying to get down to one beer. So we had 21st Amendment, Alpine, Founders, Modern Times, Russian River, Sierra Nevada, and Stone. Um, Those all had two, count them, not right, one, right, but right. two. 
So the vote was which of these two beers gets into the main bracket. So we're going to go through these really quick. I want to say one more time, thank you to everybody that voted. We had a, pr- a pretty outstanding turnout for our first time. It was this. in the thousands. Sure. And I got to say, I appreciate every <laughs> single one of you. Yeah, it was. So for 21st Amendment, it was between Brew Free or Die and Brew Free or Die Blood Orange. Um, maybe no surprise here, but the Blood Orange took it away. It was 62% to 38%. I think that was pretty predictable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also had Alpine Brewing, and, and they had Nelson and Duet. Um, and I tried Nelson recently, and it was hazier than I remembered. And in case anybody's mad about this being, because it, it, it did win. Nelson won 57 to 43. Um, it percent. Fe- percent. Um, it feels like a hazy beer, but I called their tap room and I said, hey, I, I remember Nelson being more of a West Coast. And they were like, well, no, it's always been sort of a juicier beer, but, and he laid out all these reasons why it's not technically an, a, a, an East Coast or a New England IPA. And I think it all, I asked a couple, it was at Burgers and Brew, I talked to a couple of our friends there and I was like, does this check out? And they're like, yeah, that makes sense. So Nelson won from Alpine. So that's in the bracket. Founders. Founders, we had Centennial IPA versus Azaka. I have to assume, Johnny, when you voted in this playing round, you went with Azaka. Goddamn right. I love that you beer. You love that beer. I, I do. We've talked. I don't know. I should have prepared, but I don't know what episode it was, but I remember Doesn't matter. hating Azaka. I love Azaka. Right. It's um, one of my favorite hops. It comes from, I believe, Australia. Yes. I think you're right. And it is a delicious beer. So I'm sure you shed a couple of tears when Azaka lost to Centennial. Surprisingly, not one. 65% to 35%. Yeah, you know, it's fine. I'm dead inside. Doesn't matter. Yep. And then we got into uh, the Modern Times pair-off, which is Booming Rollers versus Blazing World. This is good. Modern Times makes some good they shit. They do, and this was tricky because Blazing World has actually just rebranded, and they went from... Um, they went from... Why did I make notes for this? They they changed their hot profile, and I think the beer in general. So the old Blazing World doesn't necessarily reflect what the new one is, but maybe it doesn't matter because it got eliminated, and Booming Rollers won 55 to 45%. Pretty a little bit closer though. It was. It was a hotly contested battle. But Booming Rollers is as a damn delicious beer, and I'm not upset to see it in the tournament. Fair. We also so we had Stone Brewing and we had their delicious IPA up against their flagship Stone IPA. Uh, surprisingly, I voted for Delicious. I really like that beer. But delicious I, is great. But I thought the the, the Stone IPA was going to take it just because it's like such a staple of it's iconic. It's like the West Coast. That's it. It's a, it's a pillar, and it did not take it. Delicious one fifty four percent to that's forty six. That's a big surprise. And now we get into kind of the top two that I think I was at least most invested in. The local yokels. Sure. So we had Sierra Nevada. And Torpedo is a beer that locals uh, swear by for the most part. No, every, you Every do. now and everybody loves it. We don't have to do this now. <laughs> Johnny doesn't like Torpedo. It's one. It's my go-to beer. <laughs> and we had Torpedo up against Hot Bullet, which is a less malty, um, stronger IPA from them. This was very tight up until the end where Torpedo pulled ahead. And Torpedo ended up winning 54% to 46%, which I, I again, I'm happy with, but I, maybe it's not fine. so much. Yeah. And the very final one was Russian River. This is perhaps, I think, at least in my experience talking to craft beer nerds, the the most um, snooty kind of hipstery craft beer debate is Pliny the Elder versus Blind Pig. Where do you stand? I'm a pig guy. I'm a Pliny guy. Okay. Except when it's four years old, which I'm glad we decided. So you voted for Pig. I voted for Pliny. I was pretty confident that Pig was going to take it, but Pliny did. It came through in the end, very similar to Torpedo. It was behind and then somehow jolted ahead at the very end. It was 57% to 43. Pliny's got that brand recognition. Yo. It does. It's a, it's not a factor to turn your nose up at. It's a real, real, yeah, marketing's a huge thing. Yep. Um. So those were our plans. Those are all now eligible in round one. Um. If you want to see the full bracket, like we said, freshhopcinema.com slash beer madness. You can vote through Monday, the 23rd. 
You good? Any yeah. any thoughts on beer madness so far? We have a logo for it, which I'm you know I spent like eight hours or nine hours that one day like getting our site ready for round one. I feel okay about the logo. Yeah, it looks pretty okay. Yeah, I like that it's transitionable from year to year. Now imagine doing this, me or somebody else. You sure? Wait, wait, wait. Don't imagine anyone else. I thought you were like now imagine being like Max and doing this. No, I'm talking to me. you. Sure. Well, also praise you. Thank Obviously, you so much. You've done an amazing <laughs> job. Imagine. This is just one of like the six sports that you follow, Oof. and that you have to deal with a tournament uh, like this every March. Yeah, no, thank you. Being a sports fan uh, up until the last month sure. has been exhausting hard. work. Yeah, now it's real easy. Now you just do beer. Nothing going on. Yeah, yeah. Let's just drink and stay indoors. Yeah, I would be cocky enough to say, stop following uh, cornhole. Start following this. If you're somehow in that camp, if you're following both, fine. Good on you. Follow, yeah, if you're following, but if you're, you're doing like, only cornhole and you clicked on our link because you thought it said cornhole madness, which is probably something else, just stay here. It's safer, is what I think. <laughs> I think we should move on. I want to Google cornhole <laughs> Please madness. Do not do, well, what... do it. Get disconnect from my Wi-Fi and <laughs> do it. Oh Jesus! Stop making me laugh. I'm excited for madness. I think it's it's it's. I've said it before when we were talking about, I think I talked about it last week, but I, I took this idea from Film Spotting, which is a podcast I love that does this with movies. Yeah. So if, you, if you're like, yeah, I want to do this, but more, and I still don't like sports, like me, do it for movies. They're, theirs is running right now, too. I think they're in their, uh, I think fine, they might be in their 38th year. No, they're not like 16th or 17th, but they're in like the, the Elite Eight at this point. Okay. I think they're down to sort of the wire. It's so cute that you know that. The, I know the, the things. You know the phrase Elite I learned, Eight. No. I learned seed. I learned that. I had to learn what that meant because I couldn't set up a bracket without knowing it. Yeah. You have to learn something. What's things. the one seed? Our one seed is Pliny. And if you're curious, you're like, who are these jalopies to be able to tell who's like, if you're seeing, if you're like a big fan of, I don't know, what's like a medium Statistics. Range? Yeah. If you're like, why is, uh, why is, I don't know, Swami's from Pizza Port, why is that 19 and not 12? Well, we've gone to the ratings. It's on the website, you guys. Yeah. It's not just us. We've compiled no. data from all over the interwebs. Yeah, we did Beer Advocate and Untapped. Yeah. Averaged them, and then that's kind of how we got our seeds. Yeah. Yeah. It's official. And, okay? Don't yeah. question us. Yeah. Because, in my opinion, <laughs> certain beers should be rated higher than they are. Totally. If I had any say in this, this bracket would look completely differently. Ooh. But we were being, quote, unquote, objective that, yeah. and we, you know, fair. You should take that other blank bracket I gave you and just fill out what you think. We, you have to change that. You'd have to start from the beginning. But, like, what you think is – you should set your own seeds. That'd be fun. I, I'm a, ooh, sure. <laughs> don't let me set the seeds. I but just I'll just, just go like, – I want to know how you rank these beers we, personally. We filled one bracket mm -hmm. who we think's going to win. That's how you got to do it. Yeah. Right? That's – if you're gambling, that's how you do it. Yeah. Because – March Madness totally. is all about money, yeah. obviously. I don't think we can take Not money. for the college <laughs> students that play in the games. No, but for the burnout 40-year-olds that, yeah. that are like, my glory days. Bro, I'm not 40 yet. Well. Fuck off. I gamble <laughs> on the March Madness every year. Do you really? Yeah. Huh. You ever win? No. Cool, cool. America. It's fun, though. Yeah. It makes games that you would never watch suddenly interesting. Yeah. Oh, plug it one more time. If you want to fill out your bracket, download it. Email it to us before Monday at noon because that's when we update it. Yep. Actually, I guess technically you could send us your bracket until Monday night because we're not opening the round two until Tuesday. So I'm just going to say it. Winner, uh, if anyone nails the bracket, they get a beer from my cellar. Oh, fair. I was going to say- whoever, Throwing up a prize. Do it, dude. Deal I want to get like a, a gift basket of like the top eight beers and give that to the winner. That's not fun. Why not? Top eight beers is all shit we can get, right? Well, yeah, but it's still like free beer. For I mean, that's that's like pretty. The, cool. Who's not going to take eight free beers? We could drink eight of them together, sure. And also, yeah, you get a prize. We'll break them off some. That's the other thing. If we, I don't at this point, bottle shares for March are probably off the table because of Corona stuff. But 
next, whatever, we're going to get these beers together at some point and drink them. So that's fun too. Yeah. We're going to move on. Do you, uh, do you want to take a breather to refill anything? Are you good? You want to move straight into flick picks? Uh, I'm good. If you are, I'm good. Let's keep this rip rocking, rolling and repping. Okay. So we're moving into flick picks. It's kind of a weird structure this week. Theaters have closed. So we didn't go out and see anything. We have both seen different things on streaming. Um, and we're kind of just breaking it up, um, between, uh, our flick picks and our hot and bothered. So I'm going to go first because mine's fairly brief and not a new movie. Um, and I watched or rewatched rather a film called Inside Lewin Davis. It came out in 2013. It was directed by the Coen brothers who have directed several very, very, very good films. If you've never heard of them, you probably should have. These guys. They do stuff. Um, but they do movies. They do movies. Um, and Inside Lewin Davis is a story of a folk singer played by Oscar Isaac named Lewin Davis, who is very, very good and is getting nowhere. And it's it's just an amazing, it's got a great soundtrack. And I I watched it, I think, maybe five years ago. I didn't see it when it came out because uh, I don't think I was watching movies really at the time. But as somebody who sings folk music and has a dream. And is real good. <laughs> thank you. Um, this movie resonates in a way that I'm maybe it doesn't for people that don't play music. But I still think there's a universality to this movie that can be applied outside of the scope of the you know, downtrodden, sad sack that walks through the snow with his guitar. Have yeah. you ever seen this? No. You've got to see this movie. Really? It's it's top 10 movies of all time for me. Really? And I just realized that the other day. But it's, I mean, it's a movie that when I saw it, I learned to play songs from just for how great the songs are and how great his perfor- Oscar Isaac's performance is mm. in this. There's cameos um, by Justin Timberlake. Uh, Adam Driver is in this. Nice. In, in, it, John Goodman, it, I'm not even looking at the, there's probably so many more. Um, Carrie Mulligan plays a, a person that I, I guess won't give too much away from. Garrett Hedlund's in it. Um, sir, what is that, your ring? Sorry, yeah. What are you taking that off for? I have an itch. No, thank you, sir. I also have one. Yeah. Please. Um, it's just so good. And I, I stumbled upon <laughs> it because it was available for streaming, I think, on Netflix. Or no, I think it was, it was Amazon Prime. Um, but it's one of those movies that I noticed it on and I was like, this is criminal. This shouldn't be free. Like there's, there's too much culture and quality and humanity in this movie. Like I should have to pay for this. And I don't, cause you kind of do, but not really, you know, I really think you should watch this movie. Okay. Wow. Top 10. It's an incredible film. It's, there's so many levels of allegory and metaphor that I'm not going to say anything about. Cause you haven't, I thought for some reason you had, all right, let's get out of here. I'll go watch it tonight. Do it. Will you really watch it tonight? Can we go right now? Watch it now. Well, you yeah. got to do your flick picks first. Oh, but I would love to talk about it next week if you get a chance to catch up with it. Um, so watch Inside Lewin Davis. Uh, write me in if you guys have seen it. I would love to know what everybody thinks. I'd love to get into some uh, theories and stuff and a little bit uh, deeper spoilery stuff. Um, maybe off the air because I know not everybody, certainly not the most important person here, me has seen it. Um, but we did also see, by we, I mean you, a new movie um, that I unfortunately did not catch up with. But I was hoping you might tell me and our listeners a little bit about it. Johnny Summers. Yes. Lost Girls. Lost Girls. That's right. Yep. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Just came out. I don't know why you put 2019. It's 2020. Uh, That was a mistake. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it came out like a week that ago. Is, I swear to you, that's the only mistake in these notes. Oh, really? Yeah. Try me. Please try me. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I'll find a comma out of place somewhere, <laughs> son. All right. Lost Girls. Yeah. I, I was looking around for content, essentially. Yeah. I, I was on a desperate night before the podcast scavenger hunt for content 
because as like Max mentioned, movie theaters have pretty much shut down. So we're, uh, uh, we should mention also what we're doing for next week. Cause I think it's going to be fun as far as the video on demand, like new movies coming out. Right. That's, that's Friday, a really right? cool thing. That's actually my hot. Right, Get me through down. lost girls and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yes. But that is going to be my hot. So lost girls, um, it is directed by Liz Garvis with uh, an adapted screenplay by Michael Werwey. It was based on a 2013 novel of the same name by a guy named Robert Kolker. Did you ever read that? Did you know about it? No. Like, have you never, heard I've story? never heard any of it. No. Okay. This, this movie came out on Netflix, and I was like, I actually found it because Netflix did this cool thing with their streaming on smart TVs and whatnot, where they have like rankings, like the top 10 things in the United States on any given day. Uh, and this was actually ranked like number four. Really? In, yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, and it's a new movie just came out this year. This qualifies as content. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it had a very, excuse me, a uh, very murder mystery vibe. Which you like, it. I think you were texting me. You're like, I'm looking for like a murder mystery. And yeah. Like you found this. I'm like, oh, perfect. Yeah. This sounds good. This sounds like murder mystery. Yeah. Uh, the trailer looked very dark i like the color palette of it it had a very like uh if you're familiar with the television show the killing oh sure which was really yeah. good i loved the killing yeah. it reminded me of that with that just bleak kind yeah. of like washed out color palette and i figured yeah we'll give it a try yeah well tell me who is in lost girls and, and give me a brief summary if you would so it was starring uh amy ryan as mari gilbert and uh, thomas and mckenzie as one of her daughters sherry gilbert pop quiz huh? what is amy ryan from amy ryan she is famously yeah, okay. from The Office. And then Thomas and Mackenzie? Yeah. Can you Thomas, name two things? Can you name two by chance? Uh, she was in The King most recently on oh, Netflix. she was in The King. With, uh, can you name, name three? Timothy uh, Chalamet. Chalamet yeah. She was also in Jojo Rabbit. Nice. And she was in... It's not... Why do you, we always point there? Oh, it used to be there, The huh? movie... Um, uh, Leave No Trace. Leave No Trace. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's legit. She's doing it. Yeah. yeah. She's a very good up-and-coming actress. Yeah. Uh, so those that's who's in it. Sure. Uh, the summary is Mari Gilbert relentlessly drives law enforcement agents to search for her missing daughter and, in the process, sheds light on a wave of unsolved murders of young female sex workers on the South Shore Barrier Islands of Long Island committed by the Long Island serial killer. So an uplifting family movie. That was a good time, you know. Was it, I don't obviously want this spoiled, but is it a movie that I should go into with sort of like, this is going to be heavy? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The, all the subject matter is very, it's heavy. It's serious. It's about uh, lots of bodies being discovered, stuff like Oof. that. You know, yeah, it's it's pretty rough. All right. This first played at Sundance in January uh, oh. of this year yeah. and was actually released on Netflix just a, not like a week ago. Oh, right. yeah. So it is like properly new. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, it runs hour and 35 minutes. Nice and, little nugget. Uh, yeah. It's not bad. That's one of the other things, too. I was like, it's hour 35. Like, this is a manageable piece right. of time. Even if it sucks, we'll get through it. Right. Uh, it did not suck. I would not say that it's fantastic. There was a lot of problems I had with it, but it told an interesting story. and A true story. It, a very true story. And no spoilers, but there was a very surprising twist at the end. Oh, sure. Like, literally, like, post-credits, smack in the face. Like, post what? credit yeah. Oh. Like, what? Weird. Yeah. Wild. How are people on the internet, perhaps Rotten Tomatoes, responding to this? Uh, it's got an overall score on Rotten Tomatoes of like 77%. So above mm. average, okay. not yeah, stellar. I, I think that's kind of the vibe you gave me. And I was like, hey, should I should I try? Like, I'm doing a lot today, but should I try to squeeze this? And you're like, like 
like if you want, like yeah. kind of. I'm glad that you read that text message in that tone of voice because that's what it felt like. You're like that's exactly you how I typed it. I was <laughs> it's like, it's fine. You, you got time. Like if uh, you're just sitting around doing nothing. I think the saving grace here, at least for me, and what's piquing my interest more than when you told me you were watching, is like now I know that it's most at least true-ish. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of of learning more about the um, sort of underbelly of the people like just to be like yeah those people suck like i should be aware of this yeah it was interesting because this movie kind of had uh, a few agendas that were pretty obvious throughout watching the movie like uh the cops were not really advocates here sure and uh you know for different reasons and you kind of maybe find out some subjective reasons why they might not have been mm-hmm. Uh, and also there's, you know, there's underlying tones of like feminism and whatnot, which are obviously important. Love and it. Good. Yeah. Uh, but it was a little preachy at times. And also mm-hmm. like it was a little overacted and I think okay. probably not written the best. Yeah. I was, I did a little bit of digging um, into sort of people's response to this movie. And a lot of it was kind of like that. It was like, this is a movie that's telling an important story and like is kind of okayly made yeah That's, exactly which is fine that's where i'm at with it like okay this was adequate yeah it conveyed the story sure. i don't think it was well done yeah uh one of the main things i had a problem with was amy ryan didn't have an east coast accent oh that's something like just they were just like don't bother no she's just gonna play this like holly yeah like what yeah it's i mean it's an interesting choice good because did everybody else yeah, yeah, a lot, but like yeah. her daughters didn't either. Actually, though, oh, I think well, about, like Thomas and Mackenzie didn't. Well, then, maybe but they're they like just... living like just south of Long Island, right? Like, well, maybe they like, grew up somewhere else. I don't know. Do they give much backstory on the family? A, a little, yeah, yeah. I think most of the time, what you learn as a kid vocally is what your parents speak as. Yeah, but you find out. Oh, never mind. Sorry. That okay? <laughs> she had a real thick accent. Oh, got it. Yeah. All right. Well, weird directorial choices. Strange. Yeah. So. It, like I yeah you pretty much nailed it and I guess I nailed it yeah because it Just was uh, a really interesting story I'm sure the book is good like honestly yeah. the book's probably better than the movie sure uh, it was an interesting story uh, and one that should be more publicized but also uh, yeah not the best execution all right this movie's like a it's like a five oh five. that's pretty low okay it's middle of the road five for me is like straight right. average right. like. It entertained me, and I watched it. I didn't fall asleep during it. That's something. Like, but it didn't really like change my life, and I wasn't like, Max, watch this so we can cover it. Like, as world issues go, it's no Forsama. No. Yeah. Not even close. Uh, all right. Well, that's Lost Girls on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, check it out if you'd like. Should I, That's the other question. Do you, Are you recommending it? To me, at least. Should I watch um, it? I got some time, as you know. <laughs> I think there's a lot more uh, uplifting things you could watch, yeah. maybe, that would help you in like this time of just not really leaving the house. Sure. But if you're in the mindset of watching something more serious, um, and also maybe something you shouldn't take as seriously because of the poor acting, but also has a serious story. Sure. And will maybe make you want to pick up a book. I'd say, sure. If you're in the mood for that, check it out. Otherwise skip it, go watch frozen Two. figure it out. All right. We're going to go to break. Don't go anywhere. Cause if you can name the movie, we're about to quote, write us in to FHCcast at gmail.com for your chance to win a $25 gift card to the handlebar. And we're going we're gonna to do that right now. Happy hour. That, that must be Italian. I think that says happy hour, honey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, here we go. 
they, oh man, they did a job on this, you know? No, here, here, Max, hold this. Wow, there could be anything in here. Maybe they forgot. Oh, it's in there. It's gotta be in there. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy! Would you look at that? What? Would you look at that? What is it? It's, it's 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 a deal. But what is it? Well, well, it's it's obviously a happy hour, you know, like a discount. Discount? Yeah, discount. My co-host was trying to insinuate himself between us and the discount. Holy smoke, would ya? Do you know what this is? This is a seven-day happy hour at the handlebar. It's like a major reward. It was indeed a happy hour. Isn't that great? What a great happy hour. Four hours every day, two to six. Dollar off all beers. Here, hold it. Hold it. Here, here, go on. Johnny's eyes boggled, overcome by savings. I know just the place for it. Right here in the front window at 2070 East 20th Street. At the handlebar oh, in Chico. Jeez, oh, 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 God. All right, and we're back with our second and arguably final, but not really, because like we're kind of don't say that, bro. Sipping around, yeah. Final beer. Um, These are strenuous times. Don't <laughs> use the word final. You you mentioned this beer to me today, and it's called Griffith J Griffith from Highland Park Brewing in Los Angeles. G J G. And yeah, like I had that that thing in my brain where I was like. This feels like a beer that I've heard of from like people's accolades, or and you pointed out maybe it was just you, but this is a beer that you've had before. Yeah, you're obviously a big fan of. I know yeah. that, and I, I don't, I, you've never given it to me, right? No, I've never had this. I mean, I give it to you regularly, but I haven't given you this. Just beer. that sassy sass. <laughs> um, but I'm excited to try it. It's a, it's a twelve and a actually twelve point seven percent. So I actually maybe took notes from a different version. Oh, you thought there was only one mistake. You found it yourself. Oh, well played, sir. Uh, it's a Russian Imperial Stout, 12.5%, again, from Highland Park Brewing out of Los Angeles. Um, Johnny, would you read me the description uh, from their website, please? Yes. Knowing full well that it now might be an outdated description. And we can check the camera. Russian Imperial Stout with Ethiopian coffee from Tristero. A full, warming Imperial Stout with rich, dark chocolate and char from the deepest roast. Dark berry qualities from the coffee and decadent chocolate in the finish. I know it wasn't your intent, but from now on, that's what I'm going to think that you think a Russian accent is. <laughs> Obviously, that was more... A Russian Imperial Stout with my Russian accent. My Russian... Yeah. No, obviously, that was Eastern Ukrainian. Oh, of course. I'm I mean, sorry. I forgot educated regions, fool yeah. knows the difference. Really quick, my friend. Um, where is the first place and time that you tried this beer? Uh, a couple years ago to share. Oh, okay. Uh, buddy JJ lives relatively close to Highland Park and is able to acquire it fairly regularly. This is actually where that came from. Oh, him? In the mail from JJ. Shout out. He went to Griffith J. Griffith release and cool. apparently was available for a while after that. They also did a barrel aged version of this beer, which I had with Keith Beck. Nice. That was absolutely tremendous. What does a barrel aged version of this look like ABV wise? <sighs> I was up there. I was like 16, 17, yeah. something like that. How, how, well, well, maybe talk about it after we try the original version, but it was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty hot though. I would uh, no, smooth, oh, nice. sweet, just 
Yeah, I mean, in in addition to the snowballing effect that I had mentally, like, I swear I've I've tried this or I've heard of it, I looked online on Beer Advocate to get kind of the general score for this. It has a 93 on Beer Advocate, so very good. They call it outstanding. (sighs) But there's only been 70 official ratings on there, so it's not a hugely distributed beer. No, but Um, it's hugely good. Sure. You just tried it for the first time today. Um, and you're having a lovely reaction to it. Mm. Lots of shoulder shrugging and head mm. swaying and smiling. It's so good. lovely. Uh, what are you tasting? What should I expect? Uh, sweet coffee. It's oh. uh, it's sweet. It's robust. It's just thick, mm. boozy. Yeah. Oh, man. It is just, for me, it's like there's a ton of coffee. There's just a ton of, just so much delicious drinkability here. Like, yep. this is world class. This is one of the, like, beer advocates sleeping on this. Like, obviously it doesn't get out much. But yeah, man, super well balanced. We've talked about our preferences in coffee over the years. Uh, I always lean towards, like, an Ethiopian, a fruity, a bright, zesty coffee. And you lean more towards, like, the earthy and um, roasty kind of chocolatey coffee stuff. Chocolatey, nutty. Yeah. This is clearly an Ethiopian coffee stout. Mm-hmm. This is so uh, – it's so light. Mm-hmm. for But, like, it's light in flavor but heavy in body, which is such a great balance. Yeah. Like, you get you get sort of this um, – I'm going to get real poetic here. You get sort of this, like – reassurance that that the base of what you're standing on is very firm and it will hold you while the upper echelon of it kind of lifts you into the clouds. I love it. It's just like a really, it's a really comforting beer. Yes. I've had one sip. It smells like, it smells like a sweet cup of coffee. Um, I'm going to smell it again. Smell it again, baby. It's, this is, this is a great beer. This is a, this is a great beer. I knew you This is a world-class stout. It's 12.7, which is, insane because it drinks like it's eight yeah maybe but it drinks like it's eight with with the body to back up a 12 percent beer without the booziness it's so good this is um i i could just go off the rails and keep talking i'm gonna try it once more just to make sure that i'm gonna back up what i'm gonna start inevitably spiraling into saying but yeah try it again man uh i brought this because we've been discussing coffee stouts recently oh yeah uh, right I, i i grabbed a couple of these you know jj mailed them up and um I had one at a share. I actually took one to the chili cook-off. Oh, nice. And you missed it. I think it was early on? Uh, no. Oh, well, I think you, late on. you were. We were. It, it, I don't remember. Yes, yeah, I was you sick. You were sick that day, but like I don't think either we opened it before you came or we were out tasting chili after I poured sure. it and shared it. You just missed it. But I had one can left, and I was going to selfishly drink it at home by right. myself sure. to the dome. Sure. Uh, and I was like, no, man. Like This is probably my favorite coffee salad of all time. Uh, it's the barrel aged version just amplifies it insanely. Uh, but sure. Yeah. But just the base version of Griffith J Griffith, it's absurd that they didn't sell out the day of. And the fact that friends of mine were able to go back like three, five, like a week later and still purchase this. It's wild. wild because this beer is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it's got everything you want out of a a big coffee stout. Yep. Dude, twelve and a half percent, twelve seven. Where are they putting that? I don't know. It's yeah. insane. I I feel like we. I mean, we said that a lot. Like, kind of as a throwaway. Like, you could. You, wow, it doesn't taste like that. This really doesn't taste like that, dude. It tastes like I want to just keep drinking it. Yeah, well, I mean, I have that response to alcohol as well. <laughs> if I taste, I'm like more, no, please. But I mean, dude, we've had so many beers. Yeah, and yeah. like, yeah, yeah. The certain ones where you're just like, wait, hold mm-hmm. on a second. Yeah, like, time out, back up. Can we get more? Like, what's happening? Like it's, I mean, it really is incredible, man. This is, I've drank about half of my uh, five ounce glass at this point. It's, it's, I'm trying to see if there's anything else in the can that I could 
understand why it's so good. <laughs> oh, it, is, it does say batch number six. That helps me. It makes right. me feel better. Um, what if there's nope, no candy date? Oh, on the side, there's something. When was this? Oh, this is January of this year. So we got yeah. two months. I wonder how this would be in like a year. Hmm. Imagine it in a year in bourbon barrels. Right, right. Oh, um, so this is on the reason, or at least what I thought of when you said that we were talking about it a couple weeks ago or last week or whatever, because you put me on the spot. And this is another thing that turned into Patreon bonus content. We had a, a spontaneous quiz about our favorite coffee stouts. Yep. And I could name like two maybe. And you had a few more than that. Um, but had I had had this at the point of that discussion, this would clearly be like in the top three. Mm-hmm. It's incredible, especially with the, the high ABV is, is what's crazy to me. Like, I'm glad you like it. I really am. I mainly just brought this beer for you. Well, oh, thanks. I mean, this is something I paid a lot for. That's I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to rate it low at this point. I don't think the price is going to affect my rating. No, but I would like to know at some point. I'd have to like go back and look. Okay. I, how, I, much, I, how much was the Roland Broccoli, the beer from earlier? Uh, it was Since like a uh, like a between like a seventeen and twenty dollar four pack. Oh, did you say beer? I was like, what? Uh, okay, that's cool. That's about right. Um, yeah, dude, this is. I mean, Griffith J. Griffith G J G. You G-J-G. understand G-J-G. now why I was like, bro, I'm getting G J G in the yeah, mail. I really wish I could remember when we talked about it. I feel like it was a long time ago. I think it was when it came out, and I was like, mm. I'm getting some G J G. Not the first one. No, like this year. I don't know. I you told me about it before this. Oh, you, really? You've told me about this. Yeah, like, a, or somebody did. If it wasn't you, it's I've known. Well, I've about had this, this beer shipped up to me the last like couple years, so I've known about this for a couple years. That would make sense. There's a chance that you got it, and you're like, "This is so good." And I drank one, and I'm like, "Bro, it was so That's good." All I had. Sorry, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really good, man. I um, I'm gonna nitpick in a second here. I'm gonna double check on my things. But do you have any? Uh, do you have anything that you don't like about this beer, or no. is it just a perfect for you? I don't. This sets the bar. This is like. Uh, everything I want out of a coffee stout, nothing that I don't. Uh, and it's warming up now and it's just getting more full bodied and yeah. more bright and more robust. And the smell is just, it's so much yeah. more there. It's like incredible. the coffee's coming out even mm-hmm. more. How is that possible? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, this beer is a 10. Yeah. Griffith J. Griffith right. is a 10. It can't not be sure. a 10. Uh, I'm going to challenge that very slightly. And it's personal again. Maybe I got to think about sweetness today because I I feel like I was that was too sweet for me too. Um, the only thing, and I'm I'm like really grasping here, but I think it still stands. I just want a little bit more bitterness. I want a little less sweet, a little more bitter. It's very very slight. But if I had to say something, which I do, because if I had said, I I can't give it a ten. It's so so damn close though. It's a nine five. I'll take it. It's so good. This is an incredible. It's, it's a world class beer. This is in, this is so good. I can't believe there's seventy ratings on beer. I think this should be getting distribution everywhere. Yeah, Th- this beer should keep this brewery in business. Mm-hmm. They should stop everything else. Yeah, unless they're all this good, they might be. They're Although really, I doubt it. No, there's no way they're, they're all this really, good. I I had a few of their pilsners. Yeah, shipped up. Okay, uh, don't scoff at a pilsner. Well, I mean, I'm not scoffing at a pilsner, but like, I can't think of many breweries that like every beer is like a top tier beer. Modern times. No. There's some bad beers from modern times. Are they bad or just not like the style? Well, that's probably fair. Yeah, uh, they're exemplary yeah, in their style. Yeah, they're just not right. to your taste. There are a few, but I don't know. to your point, yeah, um, yeah. they should just stop everything and make nothing but this. I agree. Do and very I'd be so like, do, fucking do stoked the thing, on that. Do the thing that um, that uh, that uh, uh, <laughs> that's a good sign when people think of your beer instead of the name of your brewery. Eclipse. 
Yeah. 50-50. Do the thing that 50-50 does where, like, make this beer with, like, different variants. Like, that's your market right yeah. there for Dude, this thing. Like, just do that. I would – the I have to tell you, the, the bourbon barrel version of this yeah. was – it was unreal. It was like drinking a cloud of yeah, coffee. I'm sure. Oh my fucking god! I just imagine this was just like with like marshmallows and cinnamon. Yeah. Oh, or like almonds and pistachios. Like yeah, totally. Like modern times does with their their monsters park and all the different crazy yep. variants. Like make a Sunday version of this with yeah. bananas and whipped cream and cherries. So like, so how much? I mean, if you had to, if you had to think, just if you have to know kind of close how much it was, right? I want to say the four packs were like twenty bucks. No, yeah. were they? Yeah, that's like a joke. It, it was, yeah. Okay. I don't think it was like it. I, I don't remember. It it was like no, slightly. No, more. this was like ten bucks a can. Okay, that's it's still. I mean, that's, right? That's where it's at. That's where I'm like, yep. Yeah, I don't care. Take all I, my money. I think this is fair up to thirteen bucks a can. Like I'll drink to that a hundred percent. I was gonna say, you remember when we bought a couple? I think it was a couple years ago. It must have been. I think it was actually. Because it was at my old place. It it was like over three years ago. Um, don't you dare. <laughs> you're just like pouring out the whole can into your own glass. No, absolutely no, not. I know you're not. I just, that's what I was responding to. I thought you were. Um, we split a flat of Barrel Age 1050 from Oscar Blues. Yeah. And the flat itself was like $100. Yeah. And there were. 24. What? No. No, it's 12. I think we no, chose six. Right. So, I mean, that's that's a pricey beer. Um, and it's about the same ABV. I think it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, like 12 something. Um, this is a, don't drink that. What did you do to me? You Describe some, what's happening. You got some snot. Damn it. No, it happens. I know. But what is that? It looks like weird flower petals. It's not, it's a, uh, it's not in a stout, man. Yeah. That happens a lot. Sump happens all the time. Mark that for future. Um, just literally wiping it on my paper to mark this beer. Yeah. It's fine. I can work around it in a minute or two. Um, my point is the fact that this is considerably less. Well, those are bigger cans. So this is as good as that. And I've always stood by the fact that um, 50-50. Nope. <laughs> it's one of those episodes. It would be great to have a video going. But uh, what Johnny's doing right now is scooping the... Um, "Quote unquote snot." What do you call the bottom of a can? Dregs. dregs. Yeah, the dregs out of my glass. Very sh- chivalrously, I think. Thanks, man. Like that's perfect. Yeah, you got it. Um, this is more affordable than ten fifty. Yes, and I think more drinkable and just as good. I agree. Less roasty, which I really like about that beer, but but I, I don't think it's going for roastiness, so I'm not holding that against it. Yeah, uh, this is very very good. Hell I'm stoked. Yeah. I would love to see like a six pack of this with different variants. That'd be sick. Six pack. Till then. Yeah. Let's just enjoy getting this every year if we can. Deal. Absolutely. Are you, uh, you talk to that guy pretty regularly? Yeah. He has like close enough. Mm-hmm. So we could probably get this every year. Mm-hmm. Let's get, yeah, let's Bro, get Bro, I get more. it every year. Uh, fair. Just you don't. Let's get a couple more and like sit on them. Let's start a vertical. A collection of beers that we save and we'll do it in like four years we'll have we'll have one from 2021 to 25 that'd be fun yeah it's so good i'm glad you like it i really yeah i did you think i wouldn't by chance did you think there's no i i I knew you would i didn't know you would enjoy it as much as you did but it it reinstills my faith there's like some weird berry qualities coming out which also is common in coffee 
It's common like, Ethiopian yeah, coffee. And the coffee, yeah. Yeah. So the stuff that I like. You know, we were talking, honestly, the conversation we had last week or two weeks ago about like, what do you want? And a coffee stout right. was kind of like, not going to lie, I was kind of interviewing you. And That's I was fun. like, do you qualify? Like what he says will make me decide whether I want to bring Griffith, Jake Griffith sure. for the podcast. And you said all the right words. Sure. And I knew that like it would fit into the profile of what you were looking for. Mm-hmm. And it made mm-hmm. me want to bring it for the show. Well, that's what's shocking to me, man. Like you don't usually like this flavored profile. Like, no. You don't love the the light and fruity stuff. I'm I'm a little bit off put that you not off put, but like surprised, taken aback that you really enjoy this as much as you do. Cause it is so fruity. It is, but as a beer, it fucking works. Yeah, right. It's just so well balanced with the breadth of the alcohol. And the body of the chocolate and just the thickness of it, I think the lightness and brightness and fruitiness and just beautiful, yep. crisp, like just mm, like yep. like yep. droplets yep. of rain jumping off the sidewalk, just bright, yeah. brilliant notes in this coffee yep. just really bring out the best notes of the beer. And to me, it strikes just an amazing balance. And uh, yep. It's, yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's great. the top of the notch, yep. man. Uh, okay, that was Griffith J. Griffith from Highland Park Brewery in Los Angeles. Uh, I don't think anybody in Northern California can get it uh, just by going around. No. But if you're down in the area, it's a, it's a yearly release, it sounds yeah, like. it's gone now. Yeah. Brewery's we'll keep, out. Keep your, maybe if you're on Tavor, that's this thing that might. Nope. Nah, no. Nope. Try to be optimistic here. Is there any way people can get this if they want to? Uh, travel. Yeah. Go to L.A. next year. Early spring, figure out when the release is and go get some. Fair enough. Yeah, that's it. All right, moving along. Hot and bothered is where we're at. I think, given all of the stressfulness in daily life right now, that we should get the hots uh, for last and get the uh, bothered out of the way now. Yeah. So I have, I have, you know, a couple, we have a long hot and bothered section today because we don't have a main movie. We're not jumping into the danger zone to spoil anything. So. Um, do you have any bothers? I don't have any bothers written for you, but you might have something you want to talk about if you want. No pressure. Well, I mean, I feel like if you've consumed any media or sure. cable television, you've sure. been bothered enough. Fair enough. Uh, I feel like my job is your friend slash like beer journey movie man co-host compatriot. Yeah. It's not my job to bum you out any further than we're already fucking bummed out. So I'm going to say no. Man. Love it. Okay. okay. Which moves on to my bothered, which also doesn't exist. So fair enough. You beat me to the punchline. Who cares? You know, well, we got enough good stuff. We're today. on that same punchline, baby. Yeah. Let's just drink good beers. Yeah. Love each other. Respect. Spread some kindness and some yeah. love. And no, nah, no, nah, there's enough. Okay. Bummeredness. What's so, got you hot? What's so got you excited? I have, I think one, uh, two, three. You wrote one down for me. Earlier. I wrote one down for you, which uh, do you remember what it was? Not it's, in the- it's uh, we'll get to it in a second. Okay, I'll, I'll I have you. no idea. So my first one is that if you are listening to this in Chico, California, or I guess out of Chico, California, it doesn't really, it's not a Chico thing anymore. I don't know why, but that's fine. More people, the better. What are you? Chico talking? beer enthusiasts is a group on Facebook that okay. it started kind of small and then kind of blew up a long time ago as a joke. Kind of, I was in a bar. That's not the joke. And we had to leave. And I had an eclipse, funny enough, and I had to finish it. It's a very strong beer. And a couple of days before that, friend of the show, uh, Miyagi Pocock, had posted a video chugging, I think it was an eclipse. And I decided I would chug that beer and call it hashtag Pocock Challenge. And it became a thing, which was very cool. And the other day, somebody 
uh, post. I can't remember how this came about. I had been drinking a long time that day. What? Yeah. Um, but he said something, uh, his name was, I should think of his name. Kevin Lara was his name. So we should come up with one of these for the quarantine sort of thing. So I came up with the hashtag quarantine challenge. It's a combination of Pocock and quarantine, quarantine. Already. I feel proud of this. It's a sick ass hashtag. And what the quarantine challenge is, is you start a video like the Pocock challenge. You wash your hands with soap and water. That's that's part of it. That's step one. Then you pick a beer of your choice. I was drinking Guinness because it was a day before St. Patty's Day. That's step two. You pour the Guinness. And then I poured, for step three, a shot of screwball whiskey inside of it. And then you drink it at a leisurely to quick pace. And you drink it at whatever feels comfortable. But then we're all drinking together. And that kind of has not like taken off in a major way yet. But like several too many people have done it. And that made me feel good. That is my first hot. I'm going to pitch it back to you. What is your first hot? Unless well, you want my reminder because now I can give it to you. Uh, save the reminder. Okay. Because we need all the hots we can get. Absolutely. Uh, my first is uh, St. Patrick's Day. Sure. We had a, uh, a stay in type St. Patrick's Day. Sure. Shelter Usually, in place, if you will. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Which, if you break it down to an acronym, is a sip, sip, sip. Shelter, shelter in place. Yeah. I was, I was, SIP, I was baby. SHIP. Yeah. No. But shelter starts with an S, not an SH. Though also an SH, but an S. You're right. But yeah. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So we had some sips. You're sipping. Uh, I made my first corn beef. Uh, Quarantine beef. Yeah. I made my first corn. <laughs> <I'm> so sorry. <laughs> Quarantine beef and cabbage. I did. Yeah. I did. Looks made... really good. Thank you. Uh, it was the first one I've ever done. And uh, it was uh, it was very fun to experiment i was nervous to go outside my realm of knowledge to try and cook a piece of uh, cured meat that i'd never done before uh, it was surprisingly easy i went with a very traditional method of uh crock pot cooked it for about 10 to 12 hours then oh, shit That's a long yeah time. it was fun so yeah it was anyway it was good made a really good like thank thanksgiving fuck good enough where, where are we st patty's day i'm a little drunk which is the thanksgiving of of covid19 in a sense exactly kind of so yeah made a bomb ass st patrick's day dinner with uh you know corned beef cabbage potatoes carrots all the fixings uh like i said conor mcgregor's irish whiskey that's right I th- was that on this yeah where's that bonus i don't know who knows anymore i don't know where i am right now <laughs> i don't know what's going on i'm just talking dude that's all right, uh, we're, we're we're podcasting into the apocalypse yeah i don't know pod pod copalypse pod yeah yeah Anyways, that was fun. That good. was one of my hots. And it, it turned like, out pretty well. It was actually really good. You posted a photo of it, right? Yeah. It looked really, it looked good. It, honestly, it, it tasted as good as it looked, and I was actually really proud of it. Nice, dude. Like, I don't usually, I mean, if you look at my Instagram, I do post a lot of food, but I only post yeah. shit that I'm proud of. Like, Fair. I made it, it's good, and I was stoked, because, like, I went outside my comfort zone and did something I'd never done before, which I think everyone should do. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. I've been working on chili. But it's a lot simpler than meat stuff. Yes and no, man. Chili is a complex mistress. I really do want you to try the chili today because I feel I'm like gonna it's so try much because you helped you. me with the first one. Yeah, and I, I think I've taken your advice and kind of worked. Though I made this one with steak, and it's weird. Like it's steak cubes, and it's like a weird textural difference. Um, but right. still, I, I, I commend you for for posting something new, and it's awesome that it was really good. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. Uh, we drank some whiskey, 
drank some Guinness. How ate, was Conor McGregor's whiskey? Uh, honestly, it was kind of a, a less sweet, better version of Jameson. Like, I was really not mad at it. It's really good for shots. Yeah. Okay, well, I have uh, one other thing I want to touch on, which was a dance party that spontaneously combusted in my home. Uh, well, in the, my garage last night. Uh, yeah. So uh, a couple, this is a quick backstory. Um, several years ago at this point, my friend Rob Delgado and I were playing music in Modesto. We, pl- we played for a Friday and a Saturday. This is kind of a monthly thing. In between our two shows, we'd go to a place called Camp Four, which is a uh, a, a small bites slash gourmet type wine bar vibe restaurant. Nice, fancy, very schmoozy. like super nice people. Yeah, so we'd go in and like drink a couple beers, and there was a big um, what do you call the a Magnum, a Magnum bottle of Anchor Brewing's um, Happy New Year Christmas beer or whatever. Yeah, and. <laughs> When you buy that type of bottle in a restaurant or any type of bottle in a restaurant, like it's not marked at retail. It's like marked at restaurant prices. Significantly. So it's like a $90 beer. And we were like, hey, who cares? Let's let's buy it. And it was like 2014 or 15 was the year. So it was a couple years old at the time. And we drank it there with the staff. And it was this really nice experience. So ever since then, whenever we see that beer, we drink it together. And Rob bought that beer at Costco a couple months ago. And he texted me earlier in the week. He was like, hey. I'm working from home because of everything going on. I have this beer. Do you want to drink it? And I was like, sure, I got nothing going on. How's how's Wednesday? So then he came over. We drank that beer. It was it's always less good than the the time that the idea is hatched. It's like yeah. there's no nostalgia. Um, but I also think that beer's gotten worse. It, it used to be like super nutmeg and cinnamon heavy, and it was just like an ale. We drank it, doesn't matter. Um, and then we were looking for board games in our garage because Gianna was home and uh, another friend came over and our neighbors came over. Um, and we found a game that we own. Didn't call me. No, because it wasn't going to be a thing. It wasn't. And then it was turning into a thing slowly. And by the way, my friend, it was also like eight o'clock on a Wednesday. Also, I wouldn't You're, have come. You couldn't have come. I knew that. Yeah. I um, Thank you for not inviting me. Yeah. Those are the texts from Max where I wake up and look at them. And I'm like, this fucking 2 a.m. What's yeah. it about beer madness? I don't like, care. Right what are now. you doing right now? <laughs> but we so we found a game in our garage. We never played it before, but we owned it. It's called Pandemic. And I was like, if we never played it, there couldn't be a better time. Took it upstairs, and then we realized we were out of beer, so we went to the corner mart, bought more beer, and then I found a bottle of wine branded as the Walking Dead wine for like six bucks, and we got to get that too. And we got home, set it all up, and realized it was not compatible with more than three or four people. So we didn't play it, but the point is, Rob ended up leaving because he had work the next day, also from home, and it turned into this big dance party in my garage where I hooked up my subwoofer which is not getting any use these days. And my PA system, we bumped music. It was like 9.30 or 10 at night. And we did that until about 11.45 when the police got called. (laughs) And they showed up in our alley. And I had to go talk to the police and said, A, I'm sure your guys' job is not super easy right now. Thanks for doing what you do. Also, we're just having a dance party. Sorry about this. We'll turn it off. Uh, And it was a really good night. But it was so weird. You had the cops called on you. On a Wednesday for dancing in the garage. With oh, we used one of the confetti cannons from my bachelor yeah. party. Just, <laughs> Hell yeah! It's during Wrecking Ball, I saw it and I used it as a microphone. And I turned to the group, and the only person that knew what it was was Jacob. And he gave me this look. He gave me the "Don't do it," <laughs> and I went, "I'm doing it." And then I did it right on the drop. Good douche. It was the best. Yes. So, I think I think a good cure to the unemployment blues is a dance party on a Wednesday with many a drink of alcohol. Well, I'm going to call you next Please Wednesday. Do. I have We're a space get crunk. downstairs. I have a whole DJ <laughs> set up. Yeah. Back to you, my friend. One more hot, perhaps? One more hot, and it's going to segue into this show. 
next week. Okay. So a really cool thing that a lot of major movie studios, uh, flagship by Universal, Mm -hmm. uh, they are doing, they're releasing videos on demand at the same day that they're coming out in theaters, which if you know anything about anything, is fucking crazy pants. Yeah. What? That's. I mean, that's a really big marketing scheme of, of theaters or of, of studios is to like keep them in theaters as long as possible yeah. to to let people at home not see them. Yeah, and it's been a firm rule. Yeah. As long as movies have existed, do not put it out for home consumption yep. until 90 days after yeah. it's done in theaters. Yep. Well, the world's upside down right now, and everyone's like, screw the rules, heck the rules. Heck the rules, my friend. We're going to go cray-cray, and we're going to just put out some movies. So a lot of movies are coming out right now that you can watch. Disney Plus just put out Frozen 2 three months early because families are home. And that's so cool. That's such a bro move. Like such a bro move. Just Like Like good in the good sense? Yeah, bro move like you're my friend. Oh, I see. Do this for your homie. Yeah. It's such a homie move. You okay. Know? Yeah. Like friend, just compassion, just so much empathy. Like all these kids are stuck at home. Mm-hmm. Like give them some content to watch. Like just be a bro, be a sure. human. Sure. Just put some stuff out. And people are realizing that like the movie theaters are closed, man. Like yeah. if you don't put them out on video on demand, like you're just going to lose all your money. Right. So, yeah. uh, yeah. The next week that you hear us record, we're actually going to be doing a movie uh, that has been released. It came out like a week, like a ago? week ago. A week ago? Yeah. yeah. The Hunt. The Hunt. Uh, or maybe something else. We're not going to lock into stone on that because there's uh, everyone Pieces has- Pieces are moving. Pieces are moving. Yeah. The world is liquid right now. Yeah. You know, Bruce Lee, man. Be water. Sure. You were stoked on The Hunt though, right? You saw yeah. it and you were stoked about seeing it? I just know the concept of it, and I'm into it. It feels to me like if you haven't seen the trailer, it feels like a movie Johnny would like. No, no, no. I was gonna say it feels like well, yes, um, <laughs> but it also feels like a movie I could have liked. But I, based on the trailer, it felt kind of weird. It feels like a like like some weird version of the Purge that is trying to be woke, mm. but has like I, I don't know. It, it it rubbed me in a weird way that was not pleasurable. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, but I'm still interested to watch it because maybe. It's like this weird culturally significant movie that just nobody's seen because we'll of, see. nobody can see it. It could be a, a forecast into our future. Yeah, maybe, huh? I don't know. We'll see. Either way, the point is that like major studios are releasing yes. movies on video That's on demand. So wild. It is. Like the Trolls movie, the yep. sequel. Trolls which is like Trolls was one it's of the not biggest yet, movies. Right? Yeah. It's coming out like tomorrow. And they're just like, we're putting it straight to streaming. Yeah. Crazy. Well, because no one else is no, gonna yeah. see it. Right. The, literally all of the movie theaters are closed. Yeah. Like which you might think is scary, but don't worry. We're going to keep recording every week. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. Like, just, I think this is, I th- here's what I think. As I said in the beginning, we're not going to spend too much time talking about this. Let's spend some, well, just a little bit of time here. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I think that this virus is very scary if you don't do the things that are smart to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you stay home and don't expose yourself to a lot of people in any sense of the word, you're going to be better off than if you try to go to, mo- so I think, Yes, it sucks that we can't go see movies and go out to eat at restaurants. Um, but probably long term, that's going to be okay. Yeah. So stay away from people. Yeah. Uh, and just you know, like, hang in there, and we'll be we'll be good. Yeah, exactly. If you just pay attention and be smart and do what you're supposed to do, we're all going to get through this. Yeah. 
we're all going to stay at home and have some bonding time, do some puzzles, play some games, have a conversation with people you maybe wouldn't have talked to. Like, yeah, yeah. Help Not in out. person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. no, man, it's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We're resilient. We're good. Can I can I touch on one more thing about this beer? Yeah. Uh, the Griffith, Jay Griffith. GJG. I added a touch of whiskey to mine in order to emulate the barrel-aged version. It's way worse. I don't recommend doing that. Okay. Even though I just said moments ago for the quarantine challenge, it's. I guess it's got to be a very specific combination, like Fall River Irish Cream Stout and Jameson, or, or Guinness, Guinness and, and Screwball. And, or I did Guinness and Proper Twelve. What's Proper Twelve? The the Fighter Guys. Whiskey. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah. I didn't know that. Connor Connor McGregor. McGregor. Um. Okay. I feel like we're maybe at the end of show notes part of the show. No, we're in the th- we're at the end of the show. Sure. I'm yeah. I'm gonna do my part real quick. Do your part. Here it is. Um, number one. Oh God. And at the very end, so extra number one, the show wouldn't be what it is without the support of Bailey Minardi. Bravo. N- number two, if you haven't voted in Beer Madness round one and it is before Monday the 23rd, go do that. If it's after Monday the 23rd and our next episode hasn't come out, go vote in round two. You don't have to do all of them. Do pick, it when you can. Yeah, pick a round. Um, if it is still before Monday the 23rd, download the bracket, send it to us. We'll give you free beer if you are good at guessing stuff. Um, like Johnny said, next week we are going to probably cover the hunt and other beers because beers are still out there and we're going to keep drinking them. And until my cellar's gone, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be fucking here recording yes. until the world burns down. Fair and enough. that's not going to happen. And it's so not going to happen. Every week we'll be here. Uh, final thing: if you do want more of this sweet, sweet content, you're at home and uh, you've watched all of your DVDs or VHSs or Blu-rays or played all your video games, check us out on Patreon.com/slash/FreshHopCinema. We have. At this point, I'm sure hours and hours of extra content. For a long time, we did. Um, what was it even called, man? The um, the uh, fun time happy hour. <laughs> it was the we did. I think probably for for about six months, we would do um, every year, starting from Johnny's birth year, a movie, and we would recap it and talk oh, about it. Shit. Uh, what was it called? It's been so long. I, I don't, don't remember. Know. Um, but we have reviews from extra movies from like the 80s into the 90s that we would. Uh, had never posted on here. So if you're into that kind of stuff, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash fresh cinema. It's super easy to sign up. You can give us like two bucks a month if you want. Uh, and that would be super appreciated because we like making this show. Um, and hopefully you like listening to it and we appreciate you doing it. If you haven't maybe give us a rating or a review that's free and it helps other people find the show helps us keep it going. Uh, but until next week, that's Johnny Summers. No matter what happens between now and then we'll be back next week. I'm Johnny Summers. Oh, okay. I'm Max Bernardi. We'll talk to you then. Okay. This is Fresh Hop Cinema.